0: Opinions expressed in the following program may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Life in Colorado.
2: Hello and welcome to Life in Colorado and it is December which means I can officially say Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. All of that. So today we're going to do a show on one of the many, many, many toy drives going on right now in our community. And by all means, if you can pick up an extra toy from the dollar store or wherever and just drop it in your local bin, that would be awesome. Today we're going to spotlight the Long Blue Line, a program that's been going on for about 16 years. They give toys to children in the hospital who are battling cancer. We will go ahead and talk with Officer James Seneca, who started the situation. way back when we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about what the program's doing now, how it's advanced and why it was started. So stay with us. You're a
0: successful sales pro. You're making good money. So what's missing? Do you need something bigger than commissions? Salem Media Group in Denver is seeking an integrated marketing consultant who shares our sense of mission and wants to grow with a great company. We need an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling, marketing, and ad strategies for digital and broadcast. Join our team and fuel that fire in your belly as you work with existing clients and develop new business in the Denver Metro. Go to SalemMedia.com careers for more.
3: Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned away down low, let it snow, let it snow.
2: This week, we're going to start off the holiday season, which in my mind is the season of giving. So this week, we're featuring the Joe Bumberger Long Blue Line. And this is his actually 16th year. And I know quite a few of you probably already know about this. You already know about Mr. Bumberger. But you know what? For the rest of us. This is going to be a really special show. Uh, With us today, we have Officer James Seneca. He is the president of the organization currently. He's going to tell us a little bit about Joe, tell us about the Long Blue Line, and tell us about what they're doing for the kids. Hello, Officer Seneca. Thank you for joining us.
4: Hello. Thanks for having me. Not a problem.
2: Who was Joe
4: Bumberger? Joe Bumberger was one of our um, motorcycle enforcement traffic officers, and uh, he played an intricate role. In organizing this event a couple of years ago but unfortunately a couple years ago he passed of a heart attack and so we named this event uh, after Joe Bumberger so that's why we call it the 16th annual Joe Bumberger long blue line event
2: now is this a, a toy drive is it a donation drive for the kids yeah. in the hospital what is this exactly
4: well we start with a toy drive and we have various departments throughout the state so we'll have about 40 agencies this year about 300 officers we have breakfast in the morning over there by 32nd and Airport at Bueller Companies. Uh, we have a donut eating contest just with the, just law enforcement officers only. <laughs> and we have breakfast and we have some fellowship and we just hang out. And then we leave from there and then we go down Airport Boulevard to Colfax Avenue. And then we uh, line up and we come right by Children's Hospital. We line up outside and then we come inside to the hospital and we visit with each and every child. At the hospital and that's about 400 children and each gets a toy and we visit with them we try to uh, wish them well and just try to uh, brighten up their day because as everyone knows it's not fun being in the hospital especially this time of year
2: now how did you get 40 organizations
4: on board well it started you know it's growing and getting bigger every year i mean uh, all the officers all the departments love visiting with kids how can you not love uh, children uh, it's very humbling for all our departments and all our officers because uh, we see a lot of sick children, and uh, it's, it's just just one way of giving back uh, without the support from our community, uh, donating toys and various departments that donate toys. Um, that's just one way of, of giving back to the community and supporting the patients and supporting the parents and supporting the staff here at the uh, Colorado Hospital. Okay.
2: Now, I don't know if you've been around a while, but do you know how the program got started?
4: Well, it started with me. Uh, Like I said earlier, I started with my old partner and I, and and it was just her and I, and it started with just a few officers, and it kept growing every year, and more departments wanted to get involved. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's like planting a seed, and now it's becoming uh, uh, numerous trees that are out there in the community and throughout the state. Uh, It's the largest event of law enforcement officers in the states, and I believe it's the largest event in, of its kind in the country. So um, you have miles and miles of police cars and red and blue lights uh, going down Airport Boulevard to Colfax, and we converge on to Children's Hospital on December 13th of this year.
2: Hmm. What made you get involved? What What made you want to do this. I know, like, as a, a law enforcement professional, you already have that, that giving spirit in you. We already know that. But what made you decide to go and help the kids?
4: Well, um, you probably don't know this, but uh, I'm a cancer survivor I'm going on 31 years. I had leukemia going back 31 years ago. I was diagnosed with leukemia back in my hometown of Buffalo, New York. I was a young man of 26 years old, it was a Terrible, horrific experience going through the chemotherapy and that sort of thing. So um, I moved out here in 1995 and then started our organization in 2002, 2003. It's just, you know what, it's just something I'm very passionate and compassionate towards uh, cancer patients. Mm -hmm. And it's just something I'm very, um, like I said, very passionate about helping families and just trying to support them. And I look at it as I'm a, a symbol for these families and these patients, because they're struggling, and I, if I can give them some kind of hope, it's really about hope, and then our job is done. That's that's what drives me every year.
2: So, a diagnosis that you said twenty
4: six. I was twenty six years old. Yeah, it was. It's true. when you get diagnosed with cancer or any type of cancer, your your world is upside down. It's like a like a, a bad dream it's like a nightmare. Uh, but it wasn't. If it wasn't for the support of my friends and family back in my hometown of Buffalo, New York, I wouldn't be here today. And that's what kept me going. And you know, it's something after 31 years I've never forgotten. And uh, that's why I give back because I know it's important to get support from strangers, from your family, from your friends, uh, to get you to the next day, to through the next month, or through the next year. And lo and behold, it's been 31 years, and we've helped. I was counting up the numbers, and we've have visited with over 7,000 kids
3: mm.
4: over the past.
2: 16 years so that's an amazing number it is and it's kind of that thing where one person says hey I'm gonna do this and then they tell a friend and then they tell a friend and 16 years later you have 40 agencies helping out the kids yes. okay definitely the the spirit of giving and a prime example of the Christmas spirit so what are your your goals this year is there a certain amount of toys or a certain amount of kids you want to reach or, or a certain dollar number you want to crack what's this year's goal well, what can we do to help
4: well, we always try to reach our goal of 40 agencies, 40 agencies or more. That's one. That's a minor goal, um, but really trying to gather as many toys as possible. Our our goal is 5,000 toys total, because um, then we can give back those extra toys to the community and to different charities that we have have sponsored uh, this year. And yeah, I mean we're always accepting accepting donations. People can go to our website at copsfightingcancer.org and look at the locations. They can drop off the toys there. Or they can make donations because we can't. There's, there's four categories that we help families. We help them through a monetary gain. We'll, we'll give them a, a financial uh, donation type of thing. And then we have an honorary police officer program that we have where we honor a terminally ill child and we make an, a honorary officer with the Royal police department. We've done that about seven times. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is the Long Blue Line event that's coming up uh, this month in a couple weeks. And then the fourth thing we started. Since I work with senior citizens, we started the Healing Quilt Project where we give out handmade quilts to cancer patients, and we've given out uh, almost 200 quilts, handmade quilts over the past three years. So those are the four categories that we uh, strive for.
2: I feel like I saw something on TV last week or the week before about the quilt project. I, I distinctly remember seeing an officer handing a quilt to someone, and I promise you, I don't think that that's a normal thing. I think I have heard about that. Um. the fun part. Here's the fun one. The honorary policeman. You said you've done that about seven times. What does the the little junior officer get to do or or have? What
4: what comes with that? Well, you know, that started back in 2006. uh, Since I had a relationship with Children's Hospital when we were downtown, they reached out to me and they said, Officer Seneca, we have a young man who is terminally ill. He's refused treatment uh, from this day forward. And his his dream, his goal was to become a police officer. He was only 18 years of age, and uh, we made that dream come true. We made made him went to his, his hospital room, made him an honorary officer with the Royal Police Department. Our chief uh, Dan Oates at the time uh, swore him in, and I can tell you right now, there wasn't a dry eye in his room. His parents were crying, we were crying, uh, the nurses were crying, and some of the doctors were crying. Uh, it's a, it's an amazing feeling to fulfill that dream. Uh, before a young person passes away, and that's what we're able to do. And on top of that, uh, we found out through that, that he wanted his high school diploma. So we we're able to get his high school diploma before he passed away. So that's, that's how that program started. And, uh, like I said, we've done that type of thing for about seven times total, and it's just an unbelievable experience where we swarm in. We pick them up in a the limousine. They're escorted by motorcycles. We treat them like they're the president of the United States. <laughs> we bring them to our council chambers, and it's 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 awesome. It's just a remarkable, awesome experience.
2: So any inside track on who the honorary officer is this year?
4: Well, we're not going to honor any officer per se as an uh, honorary officer, but we have ambassadors every year when it comes mm-hmm. to the Long Blue Line defense, okay. and that ambassador is Taylor Ellison. She lives in Aurora. She, this is her second roundabout of cancer, unfortunately, but she, she's gone through chemotherapy for the past year. But um, her father is one of our officers, so we selected Taylor Ellison, who's very courageous and very determined. And, matter of fact, she just finished her chemotherapy treatments last week. So, yeah, very scary stuff. Taylor's only like 13 or 14 years of age. We pick a ambassador of the year, and we picked uh, Taylor because of her perseverance and her courage. And her will and determination um so yeah it's, it's someone special that we pick every year
2: all righty then well you go taylor okay, okay thank you so much to officer seneca we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back hey this is Riva mcintyre and i wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. And we're back. We're speaking with Officer Seneca. He's with the 16th Annual Joe Bumberger Long Blue Line. Now, I know you've been doing this for 16 years, and I, I can hear in your voice just the passion you have for the project. What are your visions for the, the future, the future years, the, maybe even the future decades, if, you, if things go on that long?
4: Well, I'm, I'll be an old man by then. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just my, my goal is my rewards are just helping families, you know, just helping them get through the day and just, you know, like I said, we help them sometimes financially. Uh, we try to give them hope and just try to get, get to the next step. I mean, cancer is a very, very uh, terrible disease, and I know it firsthand going through my situation 31 years ago, and it's, it's, not, a, it's not a good experience. It's a, it's a terrible experience. They've made a lot of strides over the years. Um, 31 years ago, my chances of survival were 30%. The same type of leukemia today is eighty percent. So that's how far they've come, but unfortunately, patients and people and children still die of cancer, and that's the sad part. So uh, the good thing is that we are out there to support these families and support these patients. And you know, it's it's always getting more awareness. That's my goal: to help more families, to raise more uh, donations, uh, get more toys, and just you know, just be able to cheer, whether it's one child or one adult. To um, inspire them, mm-hmm. that's always my goal. If the numbers are large, great. I mean, there's never, uh, unfortunately, that number never goes down. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that number keeps going up, but survival rates are getting better. Uh, but that's something that's probably never going to end until they find a cure for cancer. Okay.
2: Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot now. And as a, a person who's decided to give to the community continually through his service as law enforcement, Looking at just kind of how things are a little bit today with social media and the connected, not connectedness of us as a culture, what hopes or or words of wisdom or what do you feel that this program is adding to the community?
4: Just to bring awareness as an an officer, not only as an officer, as a person. Mm -hmm. You know, like I talked about earlier, I mean, I've been there, done that. Uh, it's It's a horrific experience getting cancer. You don't know if you're going to live. You're not sure if you're going to make it to the next day. But, I mean, I think it opens up the doors to the community. Uh, We're very fortunate at the Aurora Police Department that we have a great relationship with our community. So, you know, it's never my goal to to look good. My goal is to help people. And if it opens up uh, people's eyes and they say, wow, that's that's an awesome uh, thing that, that the Aurora Police Department is doing. That's an awesome thing that all these departments throughout the state are doing. You know, it's, it's, just very unique. And it's like, like I said, it's planting seeds. And I said this a couple of years ago, and now these seeds are turning into trees. Mm-hmm. So you have all these trees that are throughout the state from the mountains to far north, far east. Uh, we have officers coming from Trinidad. We have officers coming from El Paso County. So they're, they're spreading awareness. They're helping, uh, children and adults in their community and, um, yeah, that's what it's all about. It's just like you said. You, you it starts with one, mm-hmm. and then you spread that that uh, that awareness and that that ray of hope to people, and that's what it's all about. So if we can do that, then then it's successful.
2: Okay. And I, I know you said that you know you're just doing your thing, but you're doing something incredible. It's very humbling Thank you. and touching what you're doing. So good
4: Thank for you. you you said that those are humbling. those are correct words it, it is very humbling it's mm-hmm. very it's something that you don't take for granted that's uh, you can have all the money in the world but if you don't have your health you have nothing so you know i get this this question asked a lot and the key is my faith if i and i deal with a lot of bad situations and terrible situations and if my faith wasn't strong i wouldn't be able to continue this cuz i get tired i get weary but i know this is a calling this is a calling that god gave me many years ago I had to endure those terrible situations 31 years ago, but I know it's my privilege and honor to be able to inspire people and help people. And if I can do that, what a, what a blessing is that? That's a huge blessing if you can do that, and that's how I look at it.
2: All right. I'm going to ask you a question that we ask everybody that comes on the show. Uh, what does life in Colorado mean to you?
4: I love Colorado. I love the weather uh as i said earlier i'm from buffalo new york uh you know i think the snow is mild compared to my hometown of buffalo new york with (laughs) this effect snows you know i mean i think it's just you know just the the way of life um i can do without the traffic but um (laughs) you know i just it's just i love the mountains. that's the reason i came here 23 years ago when i joined the royal police department and you couldn't go up in the mountains and it's just so spiritual you can just sit on a rock and be up in the mountains and just your, and just think and ponder your life and pray or whatever you want to do, that's what you can do. If you can go up in the mountains and, and just appreciate these beautiful mountains, that's what Colorado is all about, in my opinion. So um, that's what I enjoy. That's the reason why I came here 23 years ago.
2: Okay. Now go ahead and share with my listeners how they can get involved. We're talking website information, Twitter feeds, all of it. Give it to us.
4: All of the above. <laughs> then you go to our website at copsfightingcancer.org. We would love everyone to like us on Facebook. Uh, we have Twitter. We have, um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you look us up, Cops Fighting Cancer, you'll oh. find us, especially on Facebook. you get various updates and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still time to donate. So go to our website at copsfightingcancer.org and, and find a location where you can donate toys. Uh, if you don't have, um, that information, or if you don't have a computer, you can call me at 720 938 and I'm telling you firsthand, we would not be able to do this project every year if we didn't have the community support. We get a lot of community support, not only from the police departments that are involved, but there's a lot of giving people out there, and that's what Colorado is all about as well. You just asked me that. And there's a lot of giving people out there, so we appreciate all the community support that we get every year.
2: Lovely. Thank you so much for joining us today, Officer Seneca. We have been speaking with Officer James Seneca. He is with the 16th Annual Joe Bumberger Long Blue Line, a.k.a. CopsFightingCancer.org. 16th Annual, lovely contribution and a great contribution to the season for the kids who have cancer and, and also for those of us who need a little bit of inspiration to get through the holidays. Thank you for your time. Thank you.
4: Appreciate it. Thank you so much.
2: All right.
4: It's the most
3: wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the happiest season of all With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call It's the happiest season of all There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting And caroling out in the snow It's the most wonderful time, yes, the most wonderful time, oh, the most wonderful time of the year.
2: Why should you volunteer with Meals on Wheels? I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. All righty. And thank you so much for sticking with us. This is Life in Colorado. Hey, Richard, I know you're involved in the community quite a bit. What are you doing this holiday season?
1: Well, I'm doing some special Christmas concerts with uh, St. Martin's Chamber Choir. Uh, they're a group, they're a choral group that's been, oh gosh, they've been in the, active in the Denver area for over 20 years. Uh, and they're doing uh, four different uh, Christmas concerts. They're doing one at St. John's Cathedral in Denver, and then at St. Paul's Lutheran Church uh, in Denver. Uh, Bethany Lutheran Church in, uh, well, it's not in Denver, but i I forget where this at. You know, mm-hmm. Englewood, I think, is the technical, mm-hmm. and then um, also First Plymouth a Church. Uh, so, uh, and Holy Cross Lutheran. So uh, there, it's a it's a busy time, but they're they're a great group. And uh, and as you can well imagine, you know, people love Christmas music, so they they come out in droves for that. So it's just, it's fun. Okay. Not only is the choir singing, but the, we sing some carols, and that's always fun too because everybody sings out on that.
2: Okay, so I guess I can do without you for a couple of days.
1: Oh, well, sorry about that. Yeah, you should. It's be Fridays. We don't. We don't usually record yeah, on Fridays. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
2: So I kind of slides by. See, I was thinking of you. In <laughs> passing, after the fact. Oh my goodness. Well. Oh, well that's it's my
1: story. I'm sticking with it. There you go. There
2: you go. Well. All righty, so everybody definitely come out and get into that. Hey is there some place on the, on the web where they could get that information? Yes,
1: if you uh, I think they have their own site, it's uh, if they looked up St. Martin's Chamber choir uh, and if they googled that in um, they'll come to their website. And Timothy Kruger is the director, so uh, that's a, they should be able to get some more some more information about that.
2: Okay, that sounds like a plan. Well, that's going to do it for our show this week. Next week, we're going to have more news you can use. We're going to actually have a psychiatrist coming on because, of course, it is the holiday season and where a lot of us are celebrating and singing Christmas carols and enjoying every single moment. There is that fraction of us who are hit a little bit hard during this time of year, Mm. maybe because of family losses, not being able to be close to your loved ones and things like that. I, I had a little boo-hoo moment last week about that. But, um, yes, we are going to have a psychiatrist to come on the show and, and talk to you how to, you know, just get through the silly season. So coming at it from all angles. So uh, come back with us next week for that. Uh, Richard Robertson is the show producer. My name is Maria Oliver, and this is Life in Colorado.
0: If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.